Welcome to our campaign, set in the galvanizing world of Electroval. Join us for an adventure full of noir intrigue and electrifying spectacle. See the description below for ways that you can stay informed on the latest episode of the series, as well as any other content featured on Dice Carnival. This episode of Dice Carnival is sponsored by C4 Labs, proud vendors of free shipping in the United States. Now available is the Hugo Dice Tray with the utility of compartments for all of your dice, plus the flaming pizzazz of the man himself. Additionally, at checkout, you can type in Dice Carnival with no spaces or caps to get 10% off your whole order. So if you want to support your local musician or just find great products for your D&D games, head to c4labs.com. Be sure to follow us wherever you listen to podcasts and leave a good rating if you enjoy the episode. Without further ado, let's begin! Welcome back to Electroval, a city of a million lights, of electric intrigue, of mystery, of, well, another world than what we will be exploring today. Thunder crackles outside of concrete walls. Small bits of dust that have escaped the latest cleaning detail rumble off of the surfaces as if terrified to be noticed. Lights above are stark, but sufficient for their purpose. As we see a halfling in a yellow jumpsuit signifying his and his family's role within Stormhold gathers bit of rubbish that had managed to track its way in here at the bottom of polished shoes. We pass through a hall of tall granite carved statues depicting various elven, well, legacy families in a fashion that seems them to be about 150 to 200% of their actual size. All with stern demeanors with their nose raised. As we wind through these tunnels, as we pass through the ventilation, that sense of dark and doom beyond the confines of Stormhold allow us to see this floating island, a citadel in the middle of a perpetual tempest that barely gives way to light. As a lightning bolt strike, we come back within the stark vertical walls of a medical facility. An Aethertech, very advanced sort of monitor, has several tubes and Sensors hooked up to a patient lying on that bed. Beep. 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 As the figure begins to turn, a sense of excitement meets them. And as she opens her eyes, 
she winces at the bright light shining directly above her. And Sky, you wake up on this bed. Where am I? You look around where you are. You look to your right and you see that there's a small curtain. It seems to be slightly ajar. There seems to be another female elf uh, lying on that bed. She's already awake and seems to just kind of be messing around with a sort of Aethertech uh, pad sort of uh, communication device that uh, she has sort of sitting on her lap as looking very much as though she's disappointed to be here. She's somewhat familiar to you, though. You look to your left and you see that the beds down there are empty. There's a little bit of movement you can hear further down the hall, but on this floor of... Well, you've been here before. Yeah. This is a medical center, patient housing. Whenever you were injured from cuts or the training that your mother put you through. Am I injured now? Roll me a medicine check. Did you try to inspect what could be wrong for you? 22. You feel, as you kind of begin to concentrate, and you're a little bit groggy, it feels like you woke up from, like, a very, very deep nap, and as you kind of adjust it, you kind of feel your head wince as you find that there is a bandage kind of located above your right temple. As you pick your hand up, you see that uh, a binding kind of wrapped around your head and a sort of headache kind of piercing into your skull. But you have your faculties together. It's not the most unbearable pain, but it's a little disorienting. Okay. Do I... Do I know exactly where in the medical center I actually am? You look over and you see, I would say, roll me a perception check. Twelve. You look out of the curtain and you see that there is just a little bit of a a marker, a sign, a navigation aid that reads uh, level 62. Okay. You lived near that level. Are there rules about... Do I do I understand how this hospital works? Can I leave? Am I free to go? Do I have to sign I mean, paperwork? I mean... Your mother always just kind of took you out when you were there, but as you do kind of stir and you begin to kind of like hear... You see that there is uh, a woman wearing a sort of... Uh, elven woman um, wearing long uh, white sort of medical robe, um, seeming to be walking around with a sort of stylus and an Aethertech sort of data pad. And she sees that you're uh, kind of adjusting yourself in your bearings and kind of as like you're picking yourself up like a little bit of a monitor attached to your finger kind of clatters to the ground. And she makes her way towards you and she says, Miss uh, Elwith, uh, are you feeling okay? I... I... You, you, you really should take it easy. Um, what actually happened to me, if you don't mind me asking? Um, 
you and uh, Mrs. Shadow Moon got into a little bit of uh, a bit of a. Do you not remember? Um, refresh me a bit. Oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. Um, she says. She kind of like pulls out like a bit of a mirror and kind of adjusts it so that way you can see the bandage. You and uh, Mrs. Shadow Moon got into a little bit of, I guess, an ag- disagreement, I suppose, a little bit of, uh, of a combat. Um, and I, I believe that it was one of your mother's aides who uh, brought you and her uh, down here for treatment. She is making marvelous recovery. I was going to let her out soon, but you seem to have been out for her. Well, for the better part of two days. She was lucky. She only had to deal with a, a broken bone, and What's we can easily mend something like that here, but you uh, seem to be suffering with a bit of, of trauma. We induced you into a uh, a, a, a psychological... Uh, that would be the word that I would put it to you, without getting too deep into the jargon. Uh, we oh, we simply... We simply put your mental faculties into a bit of a, a suspended animation, a bit of a medically induced coma. That way, uh, your brain tissue would have the opportunity to heal. And did it? You seem to be struggling a little bit with stuff. And Ariel, as you are looking, you know, as Sky back at your reflection, something is a little bit off. Okay. You feel. A little, like the person you're looking at, you recognize, but there's something a little different. And as you kind of squint your eyes a little bit, you could have sworn that your features weren't as soft, that they were a little bit more, I guess I could only say aged. Interesting. But you look at yourself, you can't be more than maybe like 18 19 years old maybe wait are you saying i look like i've i've aged forwards or in reverse you look younger than you've remembered interesting um i'd like to ask the nurse about why i look different she kind of inspires um I don't entirely know what you're getting at. We had to uh, shave a little bit uh, around the uh, top. Um, if, if that is a concern for you, uh, we do have uh, uh, someone downstairs who deals with uh, follicle regeneration. Um, we imagine you could probably get your hair back to what it was within a day. No, no, I mean... Plastic plastic uh, remodeling isn't really my, my expertise. They did plastic remodeling? Uh, no, 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 no. It, it, in case that you'd like uh, your, your hair grown back out again. Uh, we had to shave some of it to uh, apply the bandage. Right. I, I don't mean about my hair. Why does my face look different? We didn't do anything to your face. Uh, are you sure? Um. Are, are you... Are, what was the last thing you remember? I was you hear a voice call over as you kind of see like a figure half standing up wearing a medical gown. Um, same coloration that you're wearing, and she kind of, like, kicks the curtain back, and she says, Last thing you should remember is getting your face punched in by me. Your aim, your draw was slow. Your mother isn't going to let you graduate like that. Hmm, doesn't ring a bell. 
course it doesn't. You see uh, the nurse look over and say, Zephra, please, you, you have to stay down. You can't be moving that arm around quite yet. It needs time to heal. And she says, Ugh, I just want to get out of here, okay? I'm tired. It, if you're not going to get me out of here, at least get me away from her. I second that. Perhaps we can move you across the hall if that will make you more comfortable. As she kind yes. of says that, you see she just kind of grabs a sort of rolling IV sound and is just kind of carrying her, uh... She's got her arm in a sling, just kind of dragging it beyond behind her as, like, the bits of tubes that were attached to other sort of more stationary stuff just kind of pop off and she just begins walking. She's like, no, please stop. That's expensive. Oh, you broke it. Uh, I am terribly sorry about Miss Zephra. Um... She isn't exactly as easy of a patient, uh, but training can be tough, and uh, I can understand that uh, going through that, especially uh, at your age, um, I never quite had the faculties for it, that's why I went into medicine. But yes, uh, but no, you were asking about plastic remodeling, we didn't do anything. What was the last thing you remember? Um, I was alerted to someone in my house. I was going home to check on it. Um, I mean, if you're referring to the living accommodations that uh, your parents provide, I can look into that, but um, I'm pretty sure that uh, During what? someone would have heard something if there was a security notification within your living space. N no. No. My living accommodations are not here. They're in Electroval. <laughs> what are you talking about? Oh, the Ground Dweller City. Yes. Uh, you must be mistaken. Perhaps it was uh, a problem with the, uh, the, the a side effect of the uh, the treatment that we had to put you under in order for uh, your your mental faculties to resolve. Um, but no, I, I. I and she sees she kind of pops up a pad, kind of like looking through like some of your medical and travel history, and she says, It doesn't have any record that you've ever left, uh, Stormhold. What? How old do your records say that I am? I'm I, you, you should be coming up on your, eight, your 19th birthday um, in about uh, 22 cycles. All right. That that is that is not correct at all. You must have some mistake in your records. Does my mother have something to do with this? Um I mean, if you would like me to request, I can send a thing. Unfortunately, you know your mother is very very busy. Um but uh she did check in on you. Uh well, she's shortly not after busy we to put you under. Up. Um No, no. From from what I was informed, um I believe that you and uh, Miss Shadowmoon uh, got into a bit of uh, a training exercise that got a little bit intense, and it led to her essentially tripping you and driving your head into uh, a wall. Um, uh, time out real quick. Adrian, who is Shadowmoon? Do I know who Shadowmoon is? You recognize that name a little bit. But I just recognize it. More. That was, and as you kind of focus, and your memory is just a little bit foggy, but you do remember your time in Electrofall. You remember Soup and Hugo and Gyndon, and then Gyndon too, I guess. You think of 
that wasn't Zephra the personality that Dimitri gave you? Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. I think. Okay. So, I... Okay. Can I leave? Um, well, if you wouldn't mind me running a few more tests, I need to notify some people. I could... Uh, if, if, uh... You don't show any more signs of distress. You could uh, probably leave within an hour if you'll allow me. Lovely. And um, would you be able to help me arrange transport to Electroval? Um. Unfortunately, that's not my my faculty. Uh, you would have to work out an exit visa with uh with the uh, customs department. Uh. Travel out of Stormgate is uh, it's a little bit restrictive. Thank you very much. You would know Stormgate is the sort of port built onto Stormhold. So, like, Stormhold itself is, like, a big structure. It's almost entirely internally contained. But there's, like, a sort of part of the city that has, like... That's, like, an open port, basically, where, like, skyships and stuff come in, and there's, like, commerce that happens from other parts of the world there. Right. But essentially, like, there's, like, a sort of, like, gate, essentially, that you have to have very special permission to enter that part. And then, like, once you're out there, you could theoretically book passage. That's what you did last time. Do I remember specifics about Electrofall things that I couldn't possibly, like, factual information that I couldn't possibly have made up or, or known without having had the job I had, say? I mean, what information might you have? You know, like, where you live? You remember okay, Don so Toro? You pretty remember... specific. I know, like, the address of my apartment and, like, the people I work with and all that. Yes. Okay. Roll me just a intelligence check real quick. 18. You would probably know that, like, information on, like, the entire details... There's not a lot of diplomacy between Electroval and Stormhold. Uh, Stormhold doesn't really have a ton of diplomacy with anyone else. They mostly rely on espionage to uh, protect their sort of internal security of uh, their sort of city-state. Um, so whether you could speak that stuff and someone would understand it, you're not entirely sure that they would. Maybe if it was someone who had expertise and sort of intelligence and... Uh, or someone who's maybe been to Electroval, they might be able to get that information. But otherwise, Electroval is just a faraway place. That's what you grew up. That's why you went there. Right. Far away, and, you know, it's hard to track people there. Right, right. Okay. So I'm not allowed to leave for another hour, then. Well, in that case, if, I mean, it would, if you would like to, the, the, Nurse will basically bring in uh, another woman, um, another elf. Uh, this one has like very like um, kind of pink frosted hair um, okay. that uh, goes halfway down her back. Um, and this one's the doctor. She will basically kind of begin running these sort of uh, scans on you and kind of putting up like this big like strange Aether Tech device up to your forehead that will kind of begin shifting and like scanning you. Um, and it's it's not invasive it's definitely kind of like odd just kind of like sitting there but like you 
been through sort of similar medical treatment in the past. And as you are kind of just sitting there at a certain point, uh, I guess at that point, yeah, they, they would, uh, begin kind of checking you out. They have like a couple of, um, I guess they probably would have, uh, just kind of cut the clothes off of you previously. So they would have just provided you like more student attire, essentially. That has sort of coloration and marking to kind of represent your family status. That you are, you know, related to a senator who's your father. Right. That, you know, gives you decent access. But yes, uh, they, 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 they scan you. They give you a couple of, um, like a small, like, pill bottle that they ask you to kind of take before you go to bed. Um, they do offer that at, you know if you are continuing to experience memory problems you hear her say like if you continue experiencing uh, problems with uh, what you remember and they continue to last you might want to come back here we might have a couple of uh, treatments that would be able to help you for that I think I'm alright for now how about the uh, hair treatment can't go um. out looking like this Yes, and she'll, like, basically drop, like, a little card and she'll hand it to you, which is the equivalent of, like, a prescription note. Like, head down there, they'll get you treated. But, yeah, you get that, you have it handed to your inventory. You are given relatively nice clothing, but not very fashionable. Not black. Kind of more, like, gray with, like, red detailing. Alright. That works. And you are left basically outside the corridor. You step out of the sort of medical wing and you see that there are other faculties here. You see that there are, as you're kind of making your way out of like a sort of bridge, you come into like an open um, kind of interior court. And you see down below like several like just open beds that are much more cramped. You see that there is Aethertech technology that isn't as nice or as lucrative and... Uh, sort of a sparser team of medical staff that is um, like the people below you seeming to tent and you see that there are other like elves down there, maybe a few humans, halflings um, that seem to just kind of be getting the more well, you would know, sort of lower standard medical care. You kind of just kind of walk down the VIP suite and you just kind of like walk up there, you see like a little um, halfling boy, uh, their insignia kind of identifying that their family deals in waste management, who seems to be having a uh, leg cast being put on him. Okay. They seem not to be using regenerative regenerative treatments on this kid, rather it's just kind of putting him in a cast and cleaning the wound and, you know. This seems like exactly the kind of reason that I left. Yeah. And it's not like they're being mistreated. It's not like they are just being completely abandoned, but the level of care is significantly less than what you just got. And you literally are holding a card in your hand to head down to a different level to literally have a few square inches of your hair regrown. Right. But yeah. Seems about... It's everything you remember. It's almost like you never left. It's, in fact, exactly like you never left. And the memories are still there. It feels as if, like, you woke up from a very long, very heavy dream. Is there any way I can find out what the date is? And how well it matches with what I know the date to be? So Sky is 
how, how old did you say? Like, like 26, 27 years old about? In that area, sure, yeah. You would see that the, uh, as you kind of make your way to a nearby sort of announcement board where it seems to be broadcasting news, you see accident and sewage containment on lower levels, one casualty, uh, 37 injured due to uh, water pipes bursting, medical faculties, you know, being treated, no more loss of life, uh, thanks to the leadership uh, of, of the Senate and its appropriation panel or uh, utilities. And as you're kind of like looking at that, you see like the date comes up and you would recognize it as the equivalent. And mind you, they kind of keep their own clock a little bit, but the equivalent would be 131 PE, post eclipsing. Okay. Nine years before, because when you left, the date was 140 PE. You are nine years in the past. Oh. Do I have any knowledge of any time travel, any method that would allow that, or any kind of device? I don't think you were really much of a studier of the arcane. Um... Not how to do you it. You could roll a history check, I guess, or an arcana check if you want. Perhaps. Just not asking if I know how to do it, but do I know of it existing or what? Roll an arcana check. Okay. 17. Even with that, like, time travel is very much seen the same way that we would see it in our world. It is a sort of science fiction concept, it is a concept of literature, of radio drama used to kind of tell intriguing tales and wonder what if this could have happened what if you could go back in time and change something in the past it is not really something even with the advancements of magic it is not really something that is accepted much as a thing that can be done we can't just go back and change past mistakes that is not an element of the world here and truthfully if you feel lost where you are i imagine sky feels just as lost Is, is there any way that I can test if this is the like a dream? What do you do? I would like to take something... I don't know how much evidence this is based on, but I've heard this is a way to tell whether you're dreaming or not, is that you can't okay. hurt yourself if you're in a dream. I've heard that. Don't know if right. it's true, but... Is there anything sharp that I could just put a little, like, nick in my skin or something? Just a very Roll minor... me an investigation check. Because this is l not only just looking around, but also kind of sizing up what could, you know, possibly be used as an implement to, uh, to experiment on yourself. Experiment on your state. Okay, I've uh, rolled a uh, 19, and my thing is being weird. But I, I don't know how many I have plus because my page reloaded but um 19 plus something you look at the map as like you're looking around where you are and you see plus six about probably about like a good 500 meters from where you are down the hall in turn would appear to be a uh a rations facility food here is isn't really much there isn't really much commerce for food beyond stormgate 
really it's more that the state provides the food and you basically go in there with your identification tags and they register that you are due for nutrition. And they provide you nutrition according to what your your status, your family status is. And the one that you're at isn't like the highest tier one, but it's like the tier that like medical experts and stuff would be at. So they would probably have accommodations for you. Lovely. I'd like to go get some food that needs to be cut with a knife. All right. Well, surely enough, as you make your way there, yeah, they they would uh, assuredly, um, as you're processing in, you have to stand in like a, a short line, maybe about 15 feet people long, and uh, you see that there is a, a male elf, a little bit, not super short, but shorter than you are, who's kind of got fully shaved head, looks young, maybe only about like 17 years old, and he's got a pair of like big bug-eyed glasses, um, and as you kind of like stand behind him in line, he just kind of like leans back and bumps into you, and he's like, "Oh, oh, oh, oh you're so sorry. Um, oh, hello, oh, oh hello. Uh, I, I didn't, I didn't mean to uh, tread upon you, um, madam. Uh, please. Uh, don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. It's all okay. My, my, my name is uh, Cornell. Uh, I am, uh, I, 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 I am, I, I'm terribly, terribly sorry to inconvenience you. Uh, are, are you, are you looking for someone to sit with? Um, sure. Oh, 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 awesome. Uh, yes, yes. Um. At this point, like, you see the person, the person kind of, like, uh, standing there um, behind the uh, sort of station that people seem to be checking in, and you see Cornell uh, kind of pull, uh, adjust his wrist, and kind of hold his wrist over, like, a small pad that uh, the lady's holding. And as it does that, there's, like, a little ding, green light. Um, and you see that she hands him, like, a small, like, sort of yellowish token. And uh, he like stands there and kind of waits for you to go through. Okay. Have I seen this before? Do I know what it is? You haven't seen this before, but you've heard of it. And as you kind of look at your arm, you can see very, very faint, and very healed scar tissue right on the same part of your wrist. Oh, Jesus. Is it some kind of a tracker? Could be. You don't know. You can't see it. It's under the skin. Oh, okay, sorry, I thought you knew... I it's about, like, an inch-long incision, just to the left of uh, your sort of wrist artery. Ah. So I guess I'll hold that over the little thing, then. As you go ahead, you hold it open, it goes ding! Um, and you see the woman kind of, like, fumble around, and she pulls out a red token for you. Perfect. I guess right, I'll go you... out and get some food, then. And yeah, and it, it's kind of like a thing where this isn't a very big hall. Um, there's maybe about, like, uh, probably, like, 12 tables in here, like, picnic-style tables, but they've got a very, like, stark design to them that's kind of artsy, but, like, in a very, like, cylinders and squares sort of way. Mm. Uh, with, like, metal bars connecting them. And you see that as uh, he, he kind of goes up to the thing and he drops it in, and you see, like, a little box kind of open up that kind of, like, an automat uh, dispenses... He, like, looks at it, and it seems to be some sort of... Probably the closest equivalent you could attribute to it, it would be maybe tuna salad, but, like, not quite. Oh. But uh, it seems to be, like, well-wrapped. It comes with, like, um, a sort of a pile of veggies on the side. So not terrible food. And if you go ahead and you drop yours, and you see that it kind of dings for a second, and you see that there's a sort of slab of some sort of animal meat, maybe kind of closer to, like, maybe steak than it would be pork. Rather than, like, cooked vegetables, which he got, you get very, like, fresh pile of, like, spring mix and arugula. 
and um, you would also kind of see like a cup kind of dispenses out and there's like a little uh, dribbling into it as it uh, dispenses you some wine because elves are very fond of wine. All right. Any utensils? Uh, yes. And as you kind of make your way out, a little kind of drawer pops out. And the you, you basically, for what you, you ordered, it provides you two forks and a knife. Like a knife. Like, kind of like a steak knife, so not incredibly sharp, but you could probably cut yourself on it if you tried, but you do see Cornell say, Um, I think there's a, a clear table in the corner. Um, I'll, 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 I'll get it set up for us. Perfect, thank you so much. Oh, absolutely, and he kind of, like, grabs, like, a bit of, like, a, a handkerchief, um, unused out of his back pocket, and he kind of begins, like, wiping down the table and kind of, like, tries to make sure your, your end is clean, because there's, like, a little bit of food crud on it. Ah. There we go. Um, and do you just kind of carry your tray over and sit yeah. down next to him? Yeah, I'll just sit with him. All right. All right. And uh, yeah, and he kind of like goes in and he just kind of begins chewing on his sandwich. Nom, nom, nom. First, I'd, I'd like to just take a bite of mine and see if it seems normal. Roll me a perception check. What are you trying to get here? What are you trying to aim for? Well, I don't know. I mean, if I'm hallucinating or something... I feel like the food might not taste normal. Uh, that's a 14. From what you can tell, like, as you bite into it, it's very, like, it's kind of juicy, but not too juicy. It's got kind of, like, a an almost synthetic animal texture to it, but it's, you can just barely notice that. It tastes good. Like, legitimately, it tastes really, really good. It tastes as good as, like, cutting into a burger. All right. It tastes like real food. It got all that texture, that crunch. It's not until you kind of put that bite in your mouth do you even realize how hungry you are. You realize there's nothing in your stomach. You imagine they are probably getting nutrition into you, probably through a needle in your arm. All right. Well, I guess I'll, you know, continue eating that. Also, I'd like to ask um, Quinnell what the little thing in my arm is. Quinnell will, uh, like, look at your, your wrist. And keep in mind, this is the same wrist that has that tracker on it. And right. as you look at it... Wait, does it um, still have the tracker? You do not have the tracker. Interesting. Um, he looks at that and says, Oh! Oh, yes. Uh, they, 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 they mandated it uh, uh, t last week, remember? Um, they, it was a, a new initiative to... Uh, help track disasters uh, in the event of another sort of uh, burst like they had down down below. I don't really know too much. I'm, I mean, I, I kind of grew up down there. I'm a bit of a, I guess you might say kind of first generation. Really smart. I did good on my scores, so uh, I kind of got promoted up to, me and my family, we got uh, promoted up to the science level. I'm going into Aethertech research. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I've got this really, really cool idea. Um... For uh, creating these small, sort of, kind of like tiny, tiny constructs that you can put inside someone's blood, and it can do it can do all sorts of stuff. It's really more of a delivery mechanism. You can, can kind of use them to like fight certain diseases. Uh, you can administer healing. You could patch wounds. You could probably theoretically, you know, maybe hurt someone if that could happen. Not really interested in that part. I'm I'm just more interested in kind of creating. The, the thing, but uh, it could do a lot of good. It could also help, like, a lot of the agents that they send out there hmm. uh, to go police the skies. Fascinating. 
that's a very interesting idea. Yeah, yeah. Oh, let me show you. And he kind of pulls out like a tiny, like very tiny petri tray that he kind of like pops open the lid of, and you can see a tiny little speck inside of it, smaller than a flea. Is that it? It's a prototype. Yeah, um, I'm having a little bit of difficulty replicating it, but I. Uh, when I build them manually through an operating panel, uh, I'm able to build at least a couple of these, though. The problem I'm facing right now is, is scaling them, but but it's shown to work when I test it on, on various sort of substances. It's able to, to, to work really well. Um, it's what kind of got my family a new start, so I'm, re I'm really, really, really excited about this. this. This isn't the only one. I've got other ones back at the lab, but well, I'm, I'm really, really excited. Sorry, I'm, I'm not really used to dining with or hanging out with people of, of your, your class. So if I'm, I'm being weird about it, I'm just tell me and I'll, I'll stop being weird. No, no, no. Don't worry about it at all. Okay. It's no big deal. Uh, what about you? You did, did you? I'm, you... Um, I'm having a, a bit of a difficult time, actually. Um, I'm having some they think memory problems. I think there's something else going on. Oh, I, I can tell you're in the you're in the Shadowblade Academy, aren't you? I was, yes. Oh no, um, you 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 left. You dropped it. Did you? Did you? I, I heard it's really really tough. They they. No, no, I didn't. He kind of like shuts his mouth a little late. bit. He like shuts his mouth like he was about to say something, but he doesn't. No, no, I I, I didn't fail out. I. I, I quit. I left voluntarily. But I seem to have been brought back here. Go into my to, will. To what? Like communications or something like that? Information management? Um, Systems utilities? I'm sorry? Uh, I'm just curious. Shadowblade. Or, or are you going into another sort of uh, martial sort of. Like, like are you, are you going to be part of the, the Bolt Guard? Well, you see, I'm hoping to leave. Altogether. <laughs> uh, that's, that's that's funny. Like, like, like heading out on like uh, like mercenary runs, uh, policing, sort of like dealing with those the sky pirates that keep making the weather worse. No, 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 no. I I'm just going to leave, just like I did before. I'm going to go back to. But before. Electrical. Electro. You mean that like ground city that like is in in, in the swamp? Yes. That one. I mean, it's, it's not in a swamp. I mean, it's you. Near. You were there. Yes. And then, like, he's like trying to like shush you a little bit. Like, what did, how did you get back? How did how did you leave? What was it? I, what was it like? I I liked it. I liked it a lot better than here. It is. Is it true? Like, every, it's it's like everything is just like glowing and like divine light. Like oh, the sun never sits there. I wouldn't say that. No, but. Uh, it's a very nice place to live. I mean, there are downsides, of course. It's a bit messier, you know, than it is up here. A but but the the innovation. Think of think of the mess. Think of the sort of scientific advancements that could happen in a place like that. Did you? We shouldn't talk about this exactly here. I think you'd like it. Seems like exactly. Uh, no, no. I'm I'm. I've got my place. Um, but maybe maybe when maybe when things get better and like. 20 or 30 years, if they can stop the storms, maybe, maybe, maybe they'll allow trade or tourism, or maybe I could get like a, a job as like an envoy. I, I'd love to study 
sort of power grid they have there. Like the energy transference. Like I'm all about like delivery methods and stuff like that. I I feel like it could also really help with the research I'm doing. Just But but you left. Like how why? Because I I How did they, how did they let Oh. My family wanted me to go into a certain field, and I disagreed with that career path. I, I don't really like how things work here. As you said, you have your place. Everyone has their place, and that's it. And then you die. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, well, not not always. They 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 got they got music, and they've they've got like you know the, the news and entertainment and and I mean, off time nice. and. We, 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 you know, and, and, and they, they, they screen us and, and research and, and find out what sort of stuff will, like, make us happy when they work, so we don't get lost trying to do it ourselves. Don't you think that's a bit invasive? I, I mean, if I didn't go through that, they wouldn't have found out that I'm really good at engineering and in uh, and, and, and material development. I, I'd probably still be working in agriculture. I mean, I, but, I'm not but trying I guess to... I could understand how it doesn't work for everyone. Right, right, exactly. It just... Uh, it wasn't for me, and I uh, I actually became a. But it's like you leave, and they brought you back. Is that why your memory's gone? Yes. Do you know anything about that? Is that a thing that they do? Erase people's memories. Roll me an insight check. Twenty. <laughs> well, plus five, so twenty-five. You rolled a natural twenty. Yes. Oh. Quinnell is most certainly keeping something close to his chest that he's not just afraid of telling you because he's afraid of, like, you finding out. He's just afraid of speaking of it in general. Like, there is an absolute terror to this man of, I, I, I shouldn't be talking about this. Is there somewhere Maybe. more private we could go? Um, uh, uh, Maybe my lab, we could talk there. Okay. Um, one minute. Uh, yes. I would like to lightly slice the back of one of my fingers with my steak knife. How just, subtly do you do this? Um, Are you trying subtly, to hide it from him, or are I, you I, just, like, looking I, around I, left and right, and then just cutting cutting your no, finger, no, no. like, right in I, front of him? I, I, take the, I take the knife and pretend like I'm cleaning it with a napkin under the table so that he can't see, but I, I just nick a little bit of, Roll you know, me a slight of hand. Finger. Roll me a sleight of hand. Because this guy's eyes are darting around at everything right now. Um, that is... A 16. Uh, he doesn't notice as you go ahead and draw it, and you do feel a very realistic prick of pain, and a okay. small trail of red elven blood kind of sliding down the side of your index. Cool. Can I take the knife with me, or will they notice? I mean, you could try to smuggle it out. Uh, yeah, you do see it. that there is, like, a bin that they seem to uh, be collecting stuff in. Great. Can I put it under some article of clothing or something? Sure. Go ahead and roll me. I guess this would be more of a stealth check. Kind of carry yourself non-conspicuously and kind of like, you know, walk in a way that like it doesn't disrupt where you tuck it away, but like it doesn't fall off. Okay. Yeah, roll me a stealth check. Fifteen. Easily enough, as you go ahead and come to the uh, server... Um, they just they just seem to be processing a whole bunch of people that are clearing out of here. And as you go ahead, you hand in your tray with only the two forks on it. And did you finish your food? Most of it. You finished most of it? Okay. So they go ahead and uh, they see that what you have. They look at your status, don't question it. 
uh, and go ahead and scrape the food off into a sort of vat of goo. Where you can see it begins dissolving. Ugh. Okay. Seems that they are recycling the nutrients. Uh. <laughs> they don't usually do it as publicly in the places that you remember dining in. See, see, of all of the reasons I would have left, I feel like this had to have been a contributing factor. Dear God. You would also imagine that the meat that you ate did not come from an animal. I kind of figured that, but uh, God, that makes it so much worse. Yeah. Okay. We're just, we're just gonna forget that, and I'm gonna just try uh, not to not to remember the Franken food. Well, um, because he is the type of person character to uh, start talking about the exactly wrong thing. You see, as Quinell starts saying, and then there was this time. Um, oh wow, it's it's incredible the sort of uh, marvelation they're making in the uh, mycology department with the ability to. Uh, use fungi to break down uh, nutrients of food in order to create all sorts of flavors and textures. Uh, it's a field I almost kind of considered going into, but nanotech, aethertech, it's just really, really fascinating. As he just kind of like starts kind of talking about like the nuances about like, oh, he knew this guy who kind of went into the field like that. And you know, I now think he's like working with all sorts of spores and, you know, finding ways of, uh, you know, creating new like soup broth. I think he made a good career decision. That's just my perspective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, oh. how far away is your lab? Um, we, we're going to have to go ahead and uh, head down about uh, 22 floors. Alright, sounds good. Alright. Uh, as you make your way there, you see that there is a bit of uh, a clearing in the hallway. As you see that there is a figure, very tall, very male, built, dressed in a sort of kind of a red and silver trimmed uh, sort of suit with a tie, kind of like a mix of like a business suit, but also a little bit of a sort of royal flair attached to it, escorted by two, two guards. Is, and you, hmm? Is that the same colors as my clothes? It is. And you see as this figure looks over and is kind of peering down the hall, my dear, my dear. Oh, please, please. <sighs> Hello, um... I just heard that you got out, and you see as your father approaches you. Uh, can't talk now. I'm on my way to a very what? important treatment. Who, who, who's this? You, don't tell me you made a friend. <laughs> no, 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 no. He was just um, escorting me there. Oh, uh, hello, Mister Elwith. Um, ah, please, please. You just call me Cornwick. You don't have to be that formal around me. I'm just happy to see that my Little girl is making some friends. Speaking of which, uh, I heard that you threw a, a pretty good uh, lefty <laughs> on uh, that one girl you're having trouble with. Think she's gonna be troubling you no more? I'm not exactly your mother's department, but uh, I know a few things about a little bathroom brawl. Yeah, I, I don't think it'll be a problem, you know, in the future hey, going forward. Hey, don't gotta worry about my girl out there. Of course not. I. I tried to get a hold of your mother. She's kind of in some important meetings right now, but I heard that you were dining here, and uh, I just had to go check in on you and just let you know that I love you. Maybe we can eat dinner this evening. Quinn, yes. you're welcome to dine uh, with us, of course. I'll um, let you know. I, 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 I usually dine with my parents. Um, I, but, I, but I will. Yes, yes, I will. Don't feel pressured. We'll have a seat open for you if, if you want. You kids go have fun, okay? Thank you. Well, I'll see you later, maybe. 
and you see as your dad and his armed escorts make your way off. How do you feel Skye's relationship with her father has been? Well, difficult, potentially. He, I, I would say that my mother is um, just, just an evil witch who's forced me into everything in life that I did not want to be, uh, to be having any part of. And my father, while he tries to be nice, just does not have the time to be around and doesn't do anything to help. He, he is definitely the type who usually backs up your mother on a lot of the decisions she makes for you about enrolling you in the Shadowblade program, about you know the type of education that you had. He usually is very busy with his sort of administrative duties. He is one of the, the cogs in the machine. But yeah, I can definitely imagine that that is also complicated in your relationship. Do you feel like there's any sort of comfort seeing him again? His jokes, his dad jokes that he usually tries to crack, even though the mood isn't ever really there. I'm not sure comfort is the word I would use, because I would would say I'm pretty freaked out in general that I'm back being 19, but it's nothing personal against him. I'm just not sure there's much comfort in any of this. (laughs) All right, then. As Cornwall is like, that that was a, a senator. Um, he, he invited me. I'm, I, I should talk to my parents and ask if they'll probably say say yes. Get for it. I, sh- I should focus on my career. Um, we we are talking about stuff in my lab. Lift is right here, and he'll basically kind of lead you into a small circular elevator platform, where you see that he scans his wrist against a platform and he speaks into it. Residential section. And it goes ahead and registers where he is, and we'll take you down. I'd like to ask him again about the uh, the wrist thing. What uh, d- does everyone oh. have them, or is it being oh. phased in slowly? Uh, well, it was kind of being phased in slowly, but um, it means we don't have to carry those cards around anymore or risk losing them. How many people would you say have them, percentage-wise? I'd probably say if, if anyone who lives inside of here now... Um, they're currently still working on the drive to, uh, you know, get some of the uh, the lower the lower tiers. Make sure that they're fully registered in them, because you know, if maybe one of them is hurt, it, it reads our vitals and stuff like that. So, if one of them like gets injured or something like that, we can kind of uh, ping their location and get medical treatment there. Or if there's like, you know, maybe some sort of of, of toxic leak, we can start cordoning off that area. It's 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 new, but like. There's a lot of really good things it could be used for. Right. No, I I, I can see that. And um, um but how might I, I go I, about I, removing one? Um, I mean, probably could. I I don't really have the expertise for that, but um, would just cutting it out of my wrist do the trick? Probably could, but it would probably register that it's no longer inside of you or or reading off of your bio data. Yeah. Um, I say. But you could. Probably. Interesting. Thank you. I will. I will keep that. I, under am placement. I? Am I help? Is this? Is this like a, a thing? Is this like a like an escape thing? Like you're no. fleeing the state, sort of stuff. And I'm just like a dude no. who I bumped into you with at lunch, and now like I'm kind of caught up in this conspiracy sort of thing. Don't worry, you're not caught up in anything. Um, I'm just trying to go back. I... Do Electrovolt. But, like, um, that that sounds like it could be really bad, because, like, you're not supposed to leave. Because, like, unless you you have a reason to leave. 
I'll find a reason to leave. Don't worry. Okay. I, I will not. I'm, I'm just. I'm just. You. I'm just saying. Like, I'm not trying to judge you if this is like a whole like you're trying to like get out of here and do some scary spy stuff. But but uh, I'm very. Um, it would be it would be good good to know because like I I I. I, I I don't want this to like impact my family. If I could I could help it, and don't worry, don't I want to know how much I can help you. So, so I won't make you help me at all. I'm okay. Well, he'll lead you into his residential quarter, and as he kind of leads you down a sort of more cramped, more college dorm, you see that as he goes ahead and he claps his hands in, you see that a drift globe implanted in the ceiling suddenly turns on. You see that as he steps in. A sort of Aethertech terminal boots up. You see that there is a sort of vintage-style record player, pre-eclipsing, that immediately starts turning, and you hear the sound of smooth jazz on a trumpet being played. Who's the spy? Oh, I had I have a, I have a, a cousin of mine is a privateer for Stormhold, and last time he, he dropped by, he, he picked this up, uh, and he'll hand you a picture of... Uh, he'll hand you, like, the sort of vinyl album case, basically, for Hugo Brassleaf, Love Deluxe. Oh, yeah. Hugo. Great guy. Oh, I've you, met him. You listen? I've met him. You've met him? I said I huh. lived in Lactrival. Wow. Uh, but yes, uh, to my lab, and you see he, like, walks to, like, a curtain that cuts, like, the back third of his bedroom off. And you see, like, this is, like, a dude's bedroom. This is, he's got, like, bits of socks that he's, like, picking up and kind of tossing into a hamper. You see that, like, he's trying to, like, clutter up a little bit. He kind of straightens the sort of shower rings for his lab. And you see that there is just, like, this sort of, like, gadget kind of position over, like, this little workspace. There's, like, a little hood, a sort of closing hood where there's, like, gloves that he can operate inside of. There's, like, some sort of, some scientific tech, some various small parts you see that there is like a can of refined aether interesting if i go ahead and i and you see that he goes ahead and touches a button and there's just like a blue <laughs> this is a little thing that i've been working on that uh well it restricts sound waves from being picked up by artificial sources um so if you like want to talk here uh no one unless they're like standing invisible in here uh, will be able to hear you perfect can I, um, can I tell how he might react if I literally told him everything? Roll an insight check. 18. Complicated is what I'll give you. But you could. Do you, you don't know what his actions would be, but... Is he trust... Can I... Do I get any sense of whether I'd, he's trustworthy? I'd say that at that point, there is, like, a certain bit of... I don't, I don't want to say kinship, but there is like a bit of a, how would I kind of put this, an admiration for you that he is kind of morbidly curious about. And he seems to kind of be playing into this sort of curiosity. He wants to know more. Okay. I'd like to offer him a deal. If he hears me out and lets me finish my entire... I guess, condensed life story and doesn't run screaming into the void. I will tell him everything I know about how Electrovol works and the future of Aethertech, not phrased as the future. And he'll nod and he'll say, okay, I I'm listening. He'll kind of like adjust his bug-eyed glasses. 
Or he's probably like in an interior space. He only needs them for far vision, so he'll take them off and sit down, yeah. like leaning against his bed, and he'll like pull a chair out for you to kind of sit on. And he'll begin listening intently. Now, how much do you tell him? Nothing about the actual, you know, mission that I was on, but how I left the, the Citadel City, how I went to live in Electroval, um, and how the last thing I remembered, you know, my profession and all that, and then how the last thing I remembered was alerted by my alarm system that someone had, you know, come into my so, house. So, like, the stuff specifically that you're not mentioning is the the part where you had the tracker placed on you and the murder and stuff like that. Yes, not that, Wait. but all of the, like, factual details surrounding things he might need to know in order to give me any information that might help me that. So, so the I, fact that I don't remember anything and that for me I was, like, 27 and now I appear to be 19. Going through all those details would probably take a good 20 mi- minutes to go through. Okay, do we have that much time? You go through that time, and all the while he's just kind of looking at you, eyes growing wider, listening intently... And by the time you finish and you say, and that's why, blah, 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 he's just staring into space above your shoulder. Okay. Here's the part where I tell him about all of the futuristic, you know, Aether Tech stuff that I know about from several years in the future. And everything I know about how Electrovol's grid system works that he might be interested in for his research. Which, you know, is enough. Like, this is, like, stuff you're talking about. And then you see we go ahead and we put the plug into the socket um, and, and we have a little string and the light bulb comes on and the light bulb's got, like, a little bit of, like, a copper and tungsten composite inside of there, right? Probably very nuanced stuff, but, like, his... He goes from, like, his jaw hanging there, where his jaw's still hanging there, but he pulls, like, a notepad out and, without even looking at it, starts scribbling notes about what you're saying as he is also still processing everything you just told him. Right. Is there any way that I might be able to... Do I remember anything that happened in... You know, that would be relevant to the to him or, you know, people living in the city that would I mean, have happened, like, that day or the next day? Just on the off chance that I remember the specific... I thing. mean, you could, you could mention, like, historical details if that's what you want to do. You could mention, like oh, in nine years, there's going to be this thing called, like, the 19th Street Union. They're going to, like, try to do that whole thing of trying to... I meant to, more in know, terms of proving to him that this is true. In if two happen- years, in two years, they're going to end up finding a way to create analog cameras that, like, don't rely on Aethertech communication. Yeah, I'll tell him a few of those facts. That's or even, fine. in fact, like, at this point, you guys don't even really have... Like, you guys have some pictures stuff, but it's, like, all kind of holographic. And very fuzzy. Like, the idea of actually, like, storing pictures on, like, physical objects doesn't get invented for another two years. Okay. But you can so, mention that stuff, but, like, yeah. No, I meant more, like, if I was, like, so tomorrow this thing will happen, and it would, like, within relatively... No, okay. Here's the thing. <laughs> is that this was around the time that you left, and you didn't right. get to Electroval immediately. So I just don't have much of a perception of what was happening at the time. It's, like... You never left. It's like you were in a dream. All of that never really happened, but you remember it like it happened. Right. Can I ask him if he knows anything about, even from a theoretical standpoint, time travel? Time travel is a complicated idea. Um, I mean, there's there's the anomaly, the, the dark anomaly. I think that it's what they call 
Hadar's butthole. Um, that massive black sphere over the ocean uh, near the uh, peninsula by the edge of the, isle the isles. They say that when you get closer to it, you experience there's a dilation effect that occurs that causes uh, time to, to move faster uh, the further away you are from it. But, I mean, going backwards in time... I, 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 it's not my area of expertise. I, I don't know, know if it's even possible. I think I read a book about that once. All right. Comic book, technically, that got smuggled in. In your, in your scientific opinion, what would you say has happened to me? Any ideas? Truthfully? And don't say I'm just crazy and making it up. I don't. I, I, this is the complicated thing. Listening to everything you have. I believe you. I believe what you are saying, but... Evidence-wise, maybe maybe your consciousness was projected into the future. Maybe there was some sort of... You saw a series of events that, that hadn't happened quite yet. Or, or there, there, there is... There is uh, maybe, maybe when you were involved in the program, uh, they, they do have uh, experimental technology that I kind of got to be a little bit of a part on. I didn't make it. I just kind of got to see it, and it helped me kind of choose my career path based on... Uh, divination magic uh being able to predict the future and see uh future events happening maybe maybe the reason why your memory is scrambled is because you saw all this that stuff happening as a potential future and yeah and 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 maybe it's some experiment maybe some sort of shadow blade thing you said that maybe you hit your head maybe what if but if, like, you didn't hit your head, or maybe there was, like, these memories were, like, seen by you, and then they covered them up, but then when you hit your head from that fight you were in, it brought them back. Maybe. I mean, unless, you know, maybe there is a way to time travel, but... But, yeah. Um... You... You remember everything that, like, had happened at that point, though. Like, you could... Try to go out the same way you went in before. You haven't but seen I'm... your room, but you remember that you were kind of planning that for a while up until this date. But I definitely am physically, biologically younger. Yeah, it's like you look at yourself and you're a teenager again, basically. And you feel, you also feel younger, too. You feel a little bit more spry. You feel uh, your body is just kind of shaped a little bit younger. Elves tend to be very fair in nature, but um, definitely like a lot of like small amounts of joint pain that you've come across in your line of business, those aren't really there yet. It's really just like sore muscles and kind of bone growth and stuff like that. So I suppose the Borg route would be, you know, just uh, wait it out several years and uh, replay the entire life story. No, I'm, I'm just kidding. Um, uh, do you say that to him? No. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying that to you. <laughs> it's weird, I know. Um, right, so... What do you want to do next? I mean, you're here with him, he's told you what his theories are. He Sorry. mentioned that they have technology of wiping people's minds or covering up stuff like that. Would I have any sort of, or, or would my... Is this the kind of thing that I think my parents would be involved with doing? I leave that up to you. Well, I mean, having known them my entire life, is it something I think that they would... You don't know. 
that's just kind of the thing like your mother probably i imagine you yourself probably wouldn't put anything past her correct so it's possible but yeah okay would me or my family or anyone have that i know have high enough security clearance to actually see everything like medically speaking that had been done to me I mean, certainly. I mean, your father is a senator, and uh, even though he's administrative, you know that he would have the power and the means to pull information like that. Would your mom, most definitely, she deals in the more espionage wing of... Would I have that power, though? Maybe. But you don't have the privilege. But you could possibly, if you were sneaky and crafty enough. What do you mean by... How do you define privilege versus power in this instance? I would say that, like... Your parents would probably have access because of their resource networks that they individually have. Okay. You, you have all the memories of being that investigative mercenary, that bounty hunter, detective, okay. in Electroval, and uh, those skills are still with you. Matter of security clearance or not? It's not um, a matter of security clearance, it's a matter for you more of, okay. can you get it? Okay, so... You see that there's like a bit of a sparking on a nearby counter as uh, that device that he had turned on, like a little tiny cone with like a little floating like uh, pyramid above it. Mm -hmm. um, Sparks and the little pyramid kind of topples and lands on top of the cone. Oh, that's not supposed to... Don't worry. I have to go. I I think I need to figure out... um, I need to find my medical records. I need to figure out what's happened to me. Um, absolutely, absolutely, but, uh, you see that there is a flickering of the light above you. Mm-hmm. What? What's, what's going on? I, I don't know. Maybe we should take this back out into the hall. Um, and he kind of, like, walks across this room until, uh, he goes to kind of, like, put his hand, his wrist up to the scanner, and it just kind of goes, er, glows red. Um, um, but that's not soft. We're update? No. Um, what do you do? I don't understand what's happening. You see as there is a suddenly flickering of the light, and as it comes on, like before your dark vision can adjust, there are two figures standing in that room. And go ahead and just roll me a quick initiative, if you will. Oh, yay, that is a 12 total. As the lights flicker on, you see that one of these two masked assailants comes up and is going to rush at you with their fists. First attack is a 9 to hit. Doesn't hit. Second one is a 14. You are unarmored right now, so your uh, your armor class is 12. I'm sorry, is the, is the D&D Beyond, like, hit of things still... You have technically benefited from a long rest. Okay, so However, you do take 6 points of bludgeoning damage as you see this figure just kind of uppercut you against the wall. Um, as the two of them assail on to you. So one from one and one from the other. What do so you do? I have seven hit points right now, right? Yep. Okay, what do you make, do? Just making sure the math was correct on that. What do you do? Um, pull out the steak knife. All right. So as it's going ahead and the other one kind of like grabs your hold of the throat and lifts you up. Very strong, you notice. You go ahead and you're going to try to sneak it. Roll me a sleight of hand check real quick. Um... 15. This individual does not 
be they're not paying any attention to your hands as the lights are flickering in here. You can make this attack with advantage. Alright. I'll say that's your bonus action. Okay. What am I, I? I just okay. I'm just gonna kind of stab him, I guess. Then. <laughs> yep. So you're just gonna like thrust it into like their gut or something like that. Actually, wait. Maybe I should go for his throat. Can I go for his throat? You can. Go ahead. Roll to hit with advantage. Fifteen and eleven. Fifteen, so 15 will hit. Yep. Plus fifteen will four hit. Is, yeah. Yeah, that will definitely hit. Go ahead. Roll damage. Add your sneak attack. One d four plus one d six plus your deck. Okay. Uh, D4 is three. Mm-hmm. And then, sorry, two D6s or just one? One D6. One D6. Mm-hmm. Level two. Four. So four, so four plus what? Plus three, so seven. So seven points of damage. You go ahead and you slice it along this figure's throat, and it just begins coughing and spluttering against the wall. <coughs> You uh, don't drive it all the way through, but you see that there is significance of blood leaking from underneath the black cloth. You see that as it is doing that, as it lets go of you, uh, the other one kind of turns in your direction, and in the process, uh, you're going to see Quinell uh, reach into uh, a, a bag of something. It's like, please work, and he'll throw out, and you see he grabs all these tiny little, uh, kind of not micro, but more macro Five little little bots, and he throws it, and all of them begin glowing and heating. This guy needs to roll me a deck save. Doesn't roll very well, and ends up uh, just getting pelted by these tiny little explosions. He's like, ah! Four. Good job, Quinell. Max damage on that. Uh, eight damage. Um, as he goes ahead and peppers him with tiny little droids. And as he goes ahead and does his pepper spray, that other guy kind of goes turn and looks around. Now it is their turn. The guy whose throat just cut you, or guys whose throat you cut, is going to go ahead and make another attack at you. Okay. Uh, that is going to be a 15 to hit. Uh, that, that hits. That's going to be three points of damage to you as they go ahead and they collide you again against the wall. The other dude, though, is going to turn around and is going to begin by making a grapple. Okay. He succeeds at grabbing a hold of Quinell, and as you see, as it stands there, it shoves him to the ground and holds it like it's about to snap his neck. And he's just like, <gasps> closing his eyes, uh, his glasses are not on him right now. And, um, what do you do? How far away am I? From... Uh, you are right next to him. You probably are make, oh. maybe 10 feet away. So you could probably get within melee if you wanted to, but there's the other dude who's like got you kind of pinned up against the wall. Huh. Um, actually, okay. I think that this this form is actually you know is, is maybe a bit more femininely built. The one that is strangling Quinnell. No, the one that's that's attacking you, whose throat you kind of nicked. Okay. Wow, that's impressive that that person is is still hanging on to my throat. That's. Really they didn't grab your throat, they just kind of went to, uh, they, you slashed at them and they just charged at you and slammed you against the wall. Right, I'm just saying, it's it, that's some impressive job commitment right there. Yeah. You know, just got your throat slashed and you're still worrying about pinning the person to a wall. Like, that, yeah. that person deserves a promotion in whatever on earth their profession is. Well, would you like to give them a promotion or would you like to give them something else? I'd like to give them a promotion to, uh, <laughs> heaven or hell. <laughs> Alright, go ahead and roll to it. <laughs> Let's see as you try to make this person meet their maker. 
Ah, oh, so, 20. <laughs> Quinnell. So as uh, Quinnell is like uh, standing there, and as you go ahead, you strike out there. That will hit. Uh, roll damage. So I think that they only had three hit points left, so I don't think Six. you can... Yeah, so as you go ahead, you slice out against them, you just go ahead and you drive it in there. Mm. And you hear a voice just kind of speak out. <laughs> Bitch. Of Zephra. You then oh. see... Wait, Zephra? As Quinnell is standing there, he's going to attempt to escape. Cannot. The other guy is standing there, and he looks at you. He's just growling with rage as uh, Zephyr slumps to the floor near you, her sort of mask, her visor falling off, and you can more clearly see her face, eyes open as she's bleeding out. Wait, Zephyr was kind of beat me up, right? And put me in the it hospital? Was. Just it was. Just making sure. Okay. Yep. And you see that this man is standing there. Kills her. And he looks down at Quinnell, who's like trying to like get a grip on his throat. Please, no. There's a sickening crack. As Quinnell's body falls to the floor, and he looks down at it, and then he looks at a tiny little red light on his chest. And then he goes to, like, kind of reach for it, and then you just see that there is an orange light behind him that kind of carves against the back wall as some sort of small device that was implanted on him on Quinnell's turn blasts a hole straight through his sternum. And as he's kind of like clutching at the scorched hole at the center of his chest after this beam goes off, he just falls down to the ground as well. Alright, is Quinnell definitely dead? Do you kneel down on him? Yes, because the other two are both dead, right? They're, they're down in combat and okay. neither of them are looking pretty good. Chest hole guy is probably dead. Okay, so yeah, yeah I'm gonna go over to Quinnell and see if if he's actually dead or not. And as this, and while this has happened, while the lights had gone out, and it takes you a little bit to just kind of lean over him and see that his neck is snapped in a way that you've only seen one other place. That was when Gendon died. But then the music of Hugo Brassleaf stops, and the record scratches on the needle. And you hear a very slow clap. Well, dear. I will say it's not your most impressive performance. A little sloppy, but you did well. Roll to kill my mother? <laughs> I'm just kidding. You, you rush at her? Do I still have the steak knife? Yeah. Okay, let's go for it, bitch. Go ahead and roll... To hit her. Actually, don't. When you go ahead and you swing the knife, the knife's no longer in your hand. What, She's like it, it evaporated? She's just holding it now. Please, dear. How? I wanted to see how much you improved, but <laughs> that's no way to say hello to your dear mother for the first time in well a while. Wait, if I'm correct, if, if it was actually this the time in my life when I was 19 or whatever, I would have seen her quite recently, correct? In fact, as you look at her, yeah, you like you don't have the memories. You have the memories of when you were in Electroval most previously, but you see her. And it's she's like you remember, but maybe a little bit more wrinkled. 
hair maybe a teensy bit more grayed. Uh, probably not grayed, more silvered. So she's and in real time. She looks like she's aged nine years. And as she's just kind of holding the knife, I didn't expect you to pick this one up. Not bad, I was expecting a couple of the trinkets in uh, Quinnell's room. I imagine it's difficult looking at all of this. And she snaps her fingers and it's almost like you blinked and all three of them are gone. The blood's still on your suit, but it's like, uh, and on the floor, but the bodies have just disappeared. I will say though, I am impressed by your skills. And truthfully, I would have loved to continue this exercise longer, but you've proven a little bit more inquisitive than I would have thought. Yeah, that'll happen. So I take it now that this is the bit where you are secretly plotting and seizing at every little bit of torment that I put you through. He's thinking that, oh, well, this is going to help her in the long run. This is going to teach her the valued lessons of life that she's perverted in her own evil, crafty way. I can assure you that's not the case at all. I think the case is that you just really need a hobby. Unfortunately, I had a hobby. But things got complicated. You considered crocheting? <laughs> I'm afraid that I, your father might be more set up for the arts and crafts. But no. I suppose I've gotten as much as I can have here. After all, I can't keep you here and expect to get any real quality time. But I suppose I'd I'll send you back. say not. But I could use your help on a little bit of a something. I think it would help out your new friends, too. Quinnell? Oh, him. He wasn't real. Really? I liked him. Ah. I figured you might. Uh, I re-reviewed I re your uh, personality profile and had a couple of our uh, neuropsychologists recreate a sort of personality profile that you would find, how might I say, wanting to help? I mean, I didn't like him that much. No, but... That wasn't romance wasn't exactly the Oh concept. god, Jesus, no. What the hell is oh, wrong with you? I mean, please, I, don't get me wrong, I wanna make sure that you're at least oh, comfortable geez. in the world of dating. Dear Lord. Please stop. Please well, stop. I've got a couple of no, names no, I could send you back no, with no, an no, Electroval, no, some decent. No no no, 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 I'm not hearing this. This is not happening. In that case, I could use your help on something. And your friends could use it too. Why on earth would I do that? Let's just say that the mess that you're caught up with has to do with a bit of an old project. Does it? Exactly. And I would like to say that you have mother's permission to deal with this old project however you need. Interesting. If you can take care of that, which I'm sure you will, I will see that any sort of record you may have acquired she snaps her fingers, and the snake knife that she was holding just disappears. Snaps it again. You're standing in a white void with her. Clearly slicing your fingers open is not a good way to tell if you're hallucinating that. Okay, no, we, we've accommodated that for now. But I can assure you that when you get back there, you may wonder if this was a dream or not. You'll wonder if this is just a cruel manipulation of your mother. I can assure you I simply wanted to check in on you. This seemed like the best way to do it. So, when you get back there, I'm sure that you'll find 
maintenance has been attended. But if you can seek out this person, if you can deal with anything they may have created in the process, if you can make sure that it could get acquired by the proper authorities, I can assure you that you and your friends will find yourselves off scot-free. Of course, if that's not the case, I'll always look forward to taking care of you myself, but them not so much, I can promise. Alright, we can talk. I look forward to it. As you move forward with your little inquiry, I tempt you to consider this. Why was Mr. Gilded attending the concert to begin with? And who might be responsible for arranging his ticket? In the meantime, I suggest it's time that you wake up. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. You wake up on the floor of your apartment. With your head hurting, you see that it is the middle of the night. And when you had come here, it was basically night had broken. And you look at the clock and you see that it's like like past midnight. You're lying down. There's a little bit of blood on the floor. And it's like you just walked into your apartment. And you just tripped and hit your head on the table. But as you go to adjust yourself, you feel something release from your arm. And you see that there's just a few little pricks of blood from where little tiny Aethertech needles had dug under the skin into your, your nerves and arteries had disengaged. The wristlet becomes inert. It's how it's it grafted to you. Ugh. Yeah. With problems. And I think it's there that we leave it there. And when Ariel joins us for next episode, she will be level three. Congratulations. Thank you make you. Mother proud. Oh, dear Lord. You have been listening to Electroval, as featured on Dice Carnival. We appreciate your support in listening to this podcast and leaving us a good rating. Please consider subscribing and following us on Twitter. Music is used with permission by This Way to the Egress. You can find links to them, some of our sponsors, and other collaborators in the description below. And lastly, remember to always salt your water before boiling. Farewell. Hello. Hello. Test, test. Is the thing on? Ah, excellent. Dear Master Elwith, I apologize for taking so long to respond, but... As is the nature of great things, finding my roots in this strange... However, your ambitions are too small. A side effect of the meds, I am completely in charge. I have great things lined up that you will see very soon.